Hey, goal crushers. If you are in a funk, if you're having a hard time staying motivated, if you just don't feel like yourself, if you are struggling to work out or stick with your nutrition plan, if you just feel out of sorts, this episode is for you. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. My name is Kim Peek. I'm the author of Holistic Endurance Training. I help busy women live empowered and fulfilled lives and rediscover their joy and passion for life through movement, mindset, and journaling strategies. Life is extra overwhelming now. And between family, work, and all life is throwing at you, it might feel impossible to make the changes that will energize your life in a way that is sustainable. I'm here to help you take your life back and commit to a plan that will help you feel more alive and energetic so you can show up for yourself, your kids, your partner, your job, and your mission. If you know that it's time to make some changes in your life, stick with me. I see you struggling, and I'm here to lend you a hand and help you get out of the mess that is dragging you down. We all face challenges at various times in our lives, but it seems that more people than ever are struggling right now due to circumstances caused by this pandemic. But you don't need to wait it out. In fact, you shouldn't. Put your life on hold because of the pandemic. I know it feels like your life has been turned upside down and we are living with constant change. And I know for a lot of you, change isn't your thing. You like to plan and it's next to impossible to plan these days. What work looks like changes weekly. We can't keep up with whether the kids are in school or they're going online or hybrid or in person. One day you have just one kid living with you and then all of a sudden your whole family is back home under your roof. I get it. We don't know what we can count on these days. All of this creates chaos that can be exhausting. The sad truth is that we could be living in this chaos for another year as we wait for a vaccine and better treatments. A few weeks ago, I spent four hours watching our school board meeting as they allowed members of our community to speak before the board and share their arguments for whether school should remain online, go hybrid, or go back full-time in person. And while I have a lot of empathy for each of the individual situations that make people need and want to go back to in-person school full-time, I was really struck by a lack of resilience that I saw. There was there were just tons of speakers who made points that were factual with solid points on either side of the issue. But the majority of what I saw was a bunch of people making excuses for why their current situation wasn't working. Why they had been set up by the district to fail. There were a few teenagers who spoke who made a case for why the school board and their so-called bogus decisions had ruined the lives of students in the district. And I do commend those students for using their voices. I know I would have been terrified at that age to address the school board. And we need more of that. But, but, but. I heard 
a lot of excuses and blaming others and not accepting responsibility for each person's own role in making the learning environment a success. And I think this is one of the biggest ways that we are failing right now. Most of the people I know would agree that we absolutely need more compassion and empathy in the world right now. In the U.S., as we get closer to the election, it seems clear whether you're watching the candidates sling mud at each other or watching friends fight on Facebook or getting dragged into a Twitter brawl, which happened to me today, you need to learn to put yourself. We all need to learn to put ourselves in the shoes of others. We need compassion and empathy. And we also need resilience. We need to teach our kids how to deal with the unexpected, how to adapt, how to succeed, even when their world seems shattered. Yeah, it sucks that it's your senior year and you're missing out on all those important in-person rites of passage. But the school board didn't do this to you and only you, and no one is targeting you personally. We have all had our lives turned upside down. Instead of complaining and blaming everyone else for how much your life sucks right now, you need to take responsibility for what you do have control over. And I understand. I am not saying that you don't have a right to grieve and feel sorry for your current situation. I totally understand we all have issues that are making our lives hard right now. But rather than spiraling downward and focusing on all the things that are wrong in our lives, what would happen if we approach situations with positivity as problem solvers with the mindset that we will thrive in adversity. So go ahead, get mad, yell, scream, write a letter to your newspaper or to your board of education or to your senators, get your thoughts out, get your anger out, acknowledge your sadness and frustration, and then face what's going on in your life with optimism and the mindset that you will persevere and come out of this challenging time even stronger. What's going on in the world right now is traumatic for many, and this pandemic will shape how our kids view the world. I want my kids to come out of this time knowing that they did all they could to face challenges head on and make the best lives possible for themselves. Yes, their plans have changed, and the futures they planned for as they chose degree programs are looking very uncertain, My daughter, who graduated last December with a degree in acting, had barely gotten settled in New York when the pandemic hit, and now they are saying that Broadway might not open until the fall of 2021. And these types of shutdowns don't just affect big-name actors. This affects people all the way down the food chain. Directors, costumers, the people who do the lighting, the people who sell concessions and usher, the restaurants people eat at before they see a show the waiters and waitresses who relied on the restaurant jobs and the tips, and even the people in Times Square who have the food carts on the streets and those costumed characters in the middle of Times Square who can seem annoying when they jump out on you and practically accost you for pictures so that they can get tips. Even those guys... Everyone, they depend on tourism and the bright lights of Broadway to make their living. Now, that's just one example, but you can see the trickle-down effect. 
For all those people, life doesn't look the way they planned, and they have a choice. They can mope and complain or find a new way to thrive in the current conditions. And I'm not saying that means you have to throw your dreams away, but you might, if you're in that situation, have time now. So what can you do with that time? Maybe that means going back to school or moving to a more affordable place. Maybe that means thinking outside the box and finding a new way to use those skills. Maybe it means learning to write or direct or taking your talent online or taking a break from a career that you loved and learning a new skill to get you by until the world looks better and different again. Yes, it all sucks. It's hard. Everyone has their own version of hard right now. And there is so much financial pressure. But which is worse, spending another year wallowing in pity or finding ways to take control today, finding ways to thrive and create a life that brings you joy and fulfillment? Sure, it might take some soul searching, but what's the alternative? To dwell on what isn't? To dwell on the dreams that you aren't going to be able to follow through on in this moment. I want to leave you with something helpful because I hate focusing on the negative. So I'm going to share some tips that will help you become more resilient in this challenging time. I turned to the American Psychological Association and I found an article that I think has some great insight and I'll link it in the show notes. Here's a few things from that article. Psychologists define resilience as the process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, threats, or significant sources of stress, such as family and relationship problems, serious health problems, or workplace and financial stressors. As much as resilience involves bouncing back from these difficult experiences, it can also provide profound personal growth. While these adverse events, much like rough river waters, are certainly painful and difficult, They don't have to determine the outcome of your life. There are many aspects of your life you can control, modify, and grow with. That's the role of resilience. Becoming more resilient not only helps you through difficult circumstances, it also empowers you to grow and even improve your life along the way. So depending on whose model you're looking at, I've seen anywhere from 4 to 12 things that you can focus on to develop better resilience. The American Psychological Association article I mentioned focuses on four, connection, wellness, healthy thinking, and meaning. And here are some examples of what that might look like. Number one, prioritize relationships. Connecting with empathetic and understanding people can remind you that you're not alone in the midst of difficulties. Number two, foster wellness. That means exercise, meditation, sleep, nutrition, and avoiding negative coping strategies. Number three, find a purpose. Volunteer. Think about how your challenges can contribute to a bigger vision for your life. Number four, move toward your goals. Ask yourself, what's one thing I know I can accomplish today that helps me move in the direction I want to go? Next, look for opportunities for self-discovery. People often find that they have grown in some respect as the result of a struggle. I don't know, what is this? Number six, keep keep things in perspective. How you think can play a significant part in how you feel and how resilient you are 
when faced with obstacles. Next, accept change. Accept that change is a part of life. Accepting circumstances that cannot be changed can help you focus on circumstances that you can alter. Maintain a hopeful outlook. It's hard to be positive when life isn't going your way. An optimistic outlook empowers you to expect that good things will happen to you. Try visualizing what you want rather than worrying about what you fear. And last, seek help. If you've tried all the strategies and you still feel like you're drowning, seek a qualified mental health professional. Or even if you haven't tried the strategies, you can work with someone who is trained to help you develop appropriate strategies for moving forward. It can really help to have a therapist to bounce things off of who will help you talk through your struggles. Seeking help is not a sign of weakness, so talk to someone if you think it might help. Resilience has been on my mind a lot lately, and so the next podcast series I'm working on will be related to resilience and using healthy coping strategies relating to running, walking, moving, as well as journaling and nutrition. So stay tuned. Over the next few weeks, I am going to help you find your energy and regain your joy and enthusiasm for life. Enjoy your day, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run, and you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week, and I will catch you next Tuesday.